and welcome to the creative stream of the Pondo Podcast. I am here in the studio today with Alicia and Kimberly, and it is December, and we have our Christmas mugs, and we are excited to talk about all things Christmas traditions and Advent and just how to creatively engage with Christmas. So welcome, guys. Welcome. Welcome. I realized I like wooed in the middle of your welcome. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just really excited about Christmas. Like, <laughs> it's okay. I think Sarah can just yeah. pull it down. It's fine. And if not, then ever our then listeners will hear this welcome conversation. Welcome to our crazy. And here we are. <laughs> Christmas. All right. So to kick us off, do you guys want to share some of your beloved family Christmas traditions? Always. Always, <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's go first. Oh, you me first, yeah. So, family traditions, Christmas decorating was always a big deal. Obviously, I think that's kind of a norm. But it was we were that family that the majority of our attic was dedicated <laughs> to boxes and boxes of Christmas decorations. So it was like a moving day more so than just oh, pull some decorations down, right? Like it's boxes and boxes and boxes, and then we're taking stuff off the walls and packing it packing it away and putting it back and putting Christmas stuff on the walls in its place, all of that fun stuff. So we, (laughs) we would always do that. And then we had a tradition of always listening to the Avalon Christmas album. (laughs) It's just, I don't even know. I mean, I think we got it when I was in elementary school and every year all growing up, we'd always listen to that album while we decorated all day and did lights and all of the things. Do you still do that? Like when you go home oh, to yeah. see your parents? That's awesome. Well, I usually the house is already decorated now yes. when I go home, With all of that. Album. But listening to the album for sure. And then now I always, I listen to lots of different Christmas music, but when I am decorating the tree, that has to be the first one that plays. That's awesome. Like it's just something. And, <laughs> and if the tree, depending on how long the tree takes, if I've gone through that album and listening to other things, like when I get to the very end. I have to like go back to like <laughs> sit down, save it all, <laughs> Christmas day. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so yeah, that and then we would usually around that same time we would have a baking day and we'd make all sorts of candies and goodies and treats and mm-hmm. then we'd go around to our neighbor, our neighbors, neighbors, mm-hmm. neighbors. Uh, <laughs> we'd go around to our neighbors with our Santa hats and everything, uh-huh. and we would um, carol. We would carol to our neighbors and you sing. Did? Yeah, we would, as a family, <laughs> we would sing Christmas carols. And deliver our little treats so to sweet. our neighbors. So those were that, that's kind of the main. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously we'd always you know before opening gifts read the Christmas story, all of those mm-hmm. things. But mm-hmm. those were the ones that really stand out as oh they, these were our traditions every year. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's awesome. Ours were pretty similar. We didn't. I don't. I can't remember an album that we listen to all the time. I know that Christmas music plays, but mostly we watch Christmas movies when we're decorating. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom, my sister, and I love, to this day, The Preacher's Wife with Whitney Houston yeah. and Denzel mm-hmm. Washington. Mm-hmm. It's our favorite Christmas movie. It's technically not a Christmas movie, but it, it's set at Christmas. Oh, it for sure is The music Christmas is movie. great. Yeah. There's snow. There's <laughs> angels. There's, you know, a choir. Like, it's it's beautiful. Yeah. Um. So my mom, my sister, and I, we would listen to that album, I guess. If we weren't watching the movie, we would listen to the we'll album, listen to the album. Um, <laughs> and just sing all the songs while we were making candy or mm-hmm. um, putting up the tree. I'm trying to think if we had any other like silly ones. Um, I do know when my siblings and I decorate the tree, we always do the most like annoying things to my mom. Like, you know how... Um, <laughs> 
you get the ornament hangers and they just clump up. Yeah. Um, we would the put worst. those, the clumps on the tree and like as <laughs> ornaments. And then oh like <laughs> one year, my brother-in-law, I think it was one of his first years to ever decorate the tree with us. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they were married. I think my sister was married to him. I just don't think he ever came to decorate the tree before. I can't remember. Anyways, he found this ornament that one of us had made as a kid that was like a cotton angel. You know that yeah. thing you make in preschool? Uh-huh. It's like a cotton ball and you put wings on it. It had, it's like shredded. Like it's, yeah. like it's like the longest cotton ball you've ever seen in your life now. We still have it. I think it's still in the in the box full yeah, of ornaments. you can't get rid of those things. But yeah. John, John picked it up and like laughed so hard that he hung it like front and center. <laughs> and when my parents weren't home. So we, me, my brother, my sister, and my brother-in-law, we're doing this without my parents being home. They had gone to do something mm-hmm. and they come back and my mom was like doubled over laughing. So that was just, a, I guess that's a fun memory yeah. of yeah. like decorating the tree, but things like that, silly things um, like that. And then before we decorate the tree, we have this tradition. My dad bought this, um, it's an ornament, but it's a nail. Like it almost looks like a rail railroad nail. Like mm-hmm. It's really big um, to symbolize, you know, that Jesus Jesus is the reason for the season, obviously, cheesy saying, but it's true. Um, And he just wanted that to be a symbol to our family, that the reason we celebrate Christmas is because the gift that came to us Mm -hmm. at this season, maybe, we Mm -hmm. don't really know when he was born, I guess, but um, the season that we celebrate, Mm -hmm. he died on a tree for Mm -hmm. our sins. So that's just kind of special for us before we decorate anything else. The tree goes up, the nail goes on, and then mm-hmm. we put everything else on the tree yeah. around the house. But I love that. Super special <laughs> for our family. Mm-hmm. And we read the Christmas story before we open presents. Nice. Same kind of reminder. Yeah. But. Mm-hmm. So important question. What's up? In your trees growing up, was it white lights or colored lights? White. Yes, my parents were very particular. <laughs> yeah. And white lights. But all white my grandparents' lights, lights were colored. So it was always fun because we would help mm-hmm. set up our grandparents' tree, mm-hmm. and it was colored lights. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then our tree would be white lights. But we yes. always we mm-hmm. never had matching ornaments, so it was like yeah. the chaos came from the the yeah because it's all the things mis- you've collected and made over the yes. years. And My mm-hmm. sister has colored lights uh-huh. on her tree. She yeah. gets the big flock trees, the real trees. Uh-huh. She's in flocked, and she puts colored lights on her tree. So That's another good question: yeah. real tree or fake tree? Fake. Yeah, we always had fake. I didn't even, I mean, I knew people had real trees, mm-hmm. but yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. part of, and yeah. the, the more I talk to people who with real trees, the, the whole point of the real tree is the tradition of like, yeah, going to pick it out as a family and yeah. bringing it home mm-hmm. because it is like, whew, it's a lot more work. It's an ordeal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My sister loves it though. When they go pick out their tree as a family, like they do it the day after Thanksgiving, uh-huh. they go pick it out, then they get it all flocked and they come pick it up the next day. So it's a big white tree if you don't know yeah. what flocking is. Yeah. It makes it white and looks like, like snow. snow. Yeah. Oh, but it's always I giant. Just wondering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was just sorry. Nodding. I was just nodding like, my head and smiling like <laughs> yeah. the way you meant it. Well, for all of those who don't know, flocking means make it look like it's wow. snow. Yes. Mm-hmm. What about you, Michaela? Um, traditions? Any traditions? Yeah. So it, I think ours started with the colored lights when we were really young if I remember right and Mm -hmm. then the tree like matured as the kids got older in the family (laughs) and it turned into like white lights and it kind of had like a certain woodland like rustic aesthetic Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's awesome but I remember being real little like elementary age and it was always the Mannheim steamroller album while we were putting up the Christmas tree 
and we always had powdered donuts and hot chocolate <laughs> wow. while we were putting up this is like a dream like- yeah it it lives as a dream in my oh, heart my word. um is that one of those things where you only had powdered donuts for like yeah in that those means- moments so when you think of powdered donuts mm-hmm. you're like christmas yeah decorating the christmas tree that's what it is <laughs> that's <laughs> that. awesome yeah um yeah and i think I just have really distinct memories of being very young and playing with our little nativity set. Like we had our fancy set that you didn't touch. And then there was the set that was specifically for me to play with and just letting my imagination get like totally consumed in the Christmas story Hmm. and like acting it out and imagining Mm -hmm. it from the shepherd's point of view and everyone's different point of view. Um, So that's become... A tradition as like as I've moved into my adult years and my siblings and my friends and stuff are having kids I uh, keep giving them different nativity toys because I want other kids to engage mm-hmm. with the Christmas story the way I did as a kid that's so, awesome yeah mm. so um for you guys as you have grown up are mm-hmm. out of the family home um and your adult lives have you cultivated any meaningful Christmas traditions I mean, I I feel like I'm a creature of habit because even mm-hmm. in my own house, I live by myself, but I still will watch A Preacher's Wife. Yeah. Um, I still love baking things for people. So like me getting to make those treats and I, just, I don't make the candy that we make back home, but I mm-hmm. make gingerbread for all of you guys. Oh, so that's, that's become best. a tradition. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I love making gingerbread for you guys and then, or for people, but mm-hmm. it means more when you're making it for people that you love. Mm-hmm. But um trying to think this well we'll get into that later but yeah. as i say this year yeah. i'm trying, doing something different but um but yeah just making an ordeal out of decorating my home in yeah. the excitement and anticipation mm-hmm. of things mm-hmm. to come yes kimberly loves christmas she gets very christmas. getty when we're close to the season the christmas socks come out the christmas <laughs> mugs come out Which did i decorate just, I was Halloween? <laughs> maybe <laughs> Or right after Halloween. Yeah. Maybe. And she also spent Thanksgiving Day <laughs> turning, because since she didn't go home to Arkansas, um, or back to see family for, whoa, my goodness, since she didn't go to Arkansas <laughs> for Thanksgiving, hello, words are hard, um, she spent Thanksgiving Day turning our Pondo office into Christmas glory. <laughs> it is fantastic. Complete with homemade fireplace. Yeah. <laughs> homemade fireplace so with a garland and lights and <laughs> blown up family picture of the Pondo staff above the fireplace. Yes. Like on our mantle. I love it. <laughs> and we're all little elves. Yeah. She made us all little elves. And anyways, it's it's incredible. So yeah. we as fun. Um, <laughs> as a staff definitely appreciate. So that's special. Mm-hmm. Like, it's special. That. Yeah. So special mm-hmm. and new. For that sure. I get to do for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. But. What about you, Alicia, as you've gotten married and kind of blending two different family traditions? What's that like? Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's super fun. Um, you know, it's it is tough, like with Christmas and like this year. Last year was actually the first year that we didn't do any traveling for Christmas last mm-hmm. year was we stayed in California and kind of started had our own little like family Christmas with just mm-hmm. me and Cody and mm-hmm. and it was something that I was like and we've done that before where before all the family Christmases mm-hmm. we'll have kind of our own little Christmas but it was 
and we just like read the story together. It was just totally different. It mm-hmm. was something new to where I was like, okay, this has to happen every year, yeah. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. um, to where like this year we'll be traveling and it's going to be fun. We're going to make our full full rounds but obviously that's can be exhausting and so we're gonna try to make sure before we leave to have a little special Christmas actually some of our best friends are um gonna be coming out and visiting us so we'll probably do a little like a little evening Christmas thing with Mm -hmm. them um so just having just making sure that we have kind of that personal family Christmas together and reading the story and celebrating just even together and spending time in prayer is just something that we've kind of started to cultivate Mm -hmm. um and yeah just prepping our hearts for the season and um as we you know dive in further in this podcast even talking about Advent Mm -hmm. and just trying to continue to cultivate that those habits of leading up to Christmas because I can I'm a very I've talked about how I can be very task oriented and all the busyness and the chaos so I can get really sucked into all of that mm-hmm. um, with just life and work and different things but then also with oh we gotta you know a Christmas party here I gotta grab a gift for that and for all the family and all that you know mm-hmm. and the next thing I know then it's just the day alone is just here and it's still special, but Mm -hmm. it literally is like that Avalon song. If you haven't heard it, (laughs) go listen now. I'm like, now I'm like, what's the name of it? Is it don't save it all for Christmas day? What's the name? If nothing else, Google those words. Uh Google those words. And say Avalon at the end and they will pull it up. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just get ready to channel your nineties music vibe. (laughs) It'll be great. Um, I'm excited for that. But I can so easily fall into that. And I think Mm -hmm. what's interesting is speaking of that song, like I have like personally vivid, like vivid memories of being really, really, really young. Mm -hmm. Like probably in that like first, second grade time frame. Of like listening to that song while like decorating the tree and being like crying because I was like, no. yeah, don't save it all, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. and but really like getting it, like it helps uh-huh. me understand yeah. um, because that was part of the foundation that even just my parents like wanted to cultivate was all leading up to Christmas mm-hmm. was that we understand the reason as to why we're doing this, and mm-hmm. obviously it was a kid, and obviously mm-hmm. love gifts and. Hey, I still like gifts. It's one of my love languages. Oh, yeah. So you know what? It's fun. <laughs> yeah. um, but it um I'm so thankful for that experience even as a kid of just cultivating our heart and and music is a big part of that. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. like even now um a big part of me cultivating my heart leading up to Christmas is like music mm-hmm. um and so that's part of the traditions of listening to yes the fun christmas music but also a lot of worship music and mm-hmm. those types of things to just prepare my heart so that's if anything it's kind of a roundabout way kind of hit on a lot of things there but <laughs> yeah, yeah. in terms of establishing new traditions a lot of it's mm-hmm. same as kimberly said creature of habit but mm-hmm. um but just working on hey i want this to be something that we're mm-hmm. constantly remembering yeah because it's easy to forget yeah mm-hmm. yeah what about you um well, I had a thought. I was thinking about Advent and mm-hmm. how it's about anticipating the coming yeah. of Christ. Yeah. Um, but Christmas also has this element of giving gifts, and that's such mm-hmm. a huge part of mm-hmm. culturally how we celebrate Christmas. Mm-hmm. So, as you were saying that, Alicia, it was um, reminding me of one Christmas when I was a kid, and I really wanted an American Girl doll oh. with all of my heart. <laughs> this is what I wanted, but they're you know kind of expensive, and I yeah, thought yeah. that was like beyond anything I could even ask for. Oh. Um, but I remember seeing a package 
wrapped behind the tree one day that I was like, that's about the right size. I went and got a tape measure and I measured it out because I knew the dolls were 18 inches. So I needed to be at least bigger than that. And like from the catalogs, you can tell that like the box was like kind of a ribbed feeling. And so I was like feeling the box and I was like, I don't know. It could be. It could be. And uh, and I was like out shopping with my mom one day and I had um, was just like casually brought up the idea of American Girl dolls. And she was like, oh, is that something that like you would have liked for Christmas? And I was like, yeah. Oh. And she was like, oh, well, you should have told me earlier. Like, it's too late to order it now. Not knowing she was just throwing me off because that box Sneaky 100% was an American Girl doll. But um, like having that inkling of like knowing, <laughs> like looking for the signs. Is this what yeah. I think it is? Um, is just for me this picture of anticipation yeah and so mm-hmm. like heading toward Christmas and Advent and like looking for the coming of Christ it's mm-hmm. that like looking for the signs being so excited and anticipating yeah. something that your heart is bent toward that and you're always thinking about it mm-hmm. and so that's my like as a kid I love that yeah <clears throat> yeah that's um, awesome mm-hmm so should we unpack a little bit of what Advent like really is for maybe maybe yeah. everyone listening doesn't quite know. I was gonna or, yeah. I was gonna ask you if you wanted to like elaborate on that a little bit because it sets you up perfectly for. You hear the word yeah. Advent all uh-huh. the time, but do people actually know what that is? Yeah, kind of thing. So depending on your church tradition, maybe they light an Advent uh, candle mm-hmm. every Sunday, like the four Sundays leading up to Christmas, and then on Christmas Eve you light the fifth one. Um, some, some churches do this, some churches don't, um, but it is following the tradition of the liturgical calendar, or sometimes it's called the church calendar. So, uh, this is these kind of rhythms, uh, throughout the year of, you know, like when you hear of Lent leading up toward Easter, that's part of the liturgical calendar. Um, so Advent is as well. And it's not something that is commanded in scripture it's something that's part of church history Mm -hmm. Um, but it is it's just a good like rhythm to keep you grounded and have that annual um, reminders when it's so easy to get caught up in the hustle and bustle of Christmas Mm -hmm. um, and doing things around Advent and traditions geared in that direction like really help us prepare our hearts Mm -hmm. um, for you know anticipating Christ coming to looking at when he did come Mm -hmm. at Christmas and celebrating that. And then we're, we're in between two advents Mm -hmm. right now because we're waiting for the second coming of Christ. Mm -hmm. And so we're preparing our hearts for that as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So in the church calendar, Advent starts the four Sundays before Christmas. Mm -hmm. And then on Christmas day starts Christmas tide, which lasts for 12 days, which is where you get the 12 days of Christmas. Uh-huh. Um, which goes all the way up to January 5th or 6th. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think so. I think yeah. you're right. Uh, and then, so traditionally, you wouldn't do any celebration or feasting during Advent. It's just a time to contemplate and prepare and anticipate. And then during Christmas tide, you're like feasting every other day. Um, oh, wow. So 12, 12 <laughs> days of celebrating instead of one. That's yes. great. That's yeah. Sounds- Sign me 12 up. Christmas meals instead of... Yeah. We'll all gain I mean, 50 I was about to say, it may not be nice Perfect. for our insides, but yeah. <laughs> our hearts will be happy. Yes. Yeah. So I just personally love the like these rhythms of the church calendar because mm-hmm. they remind me of 
like the Hebrew feasts and festivals that are yeah. commanded in the Old Testament and that our hearts need that reminder to annually come back to remember when God did this. Remember, yeah. this is the story that mm-hmm. you're mm-hmm. engaging in and living in. And uh, so, yeah, so. That's so awesome. that this is something that's become important to us in yes. the recent years and kind of how we're cultivating, you know, time with God in the mm-hmm. Christmas season. Mm-hmm. So do y'all have thoughts and yeah. um, what you're processing about Advent this year? I don't think I have ever done. Well, no, I, I haven't ever done like an Advent study or I know what it is. Uh, Alicia. I'm going to steal your thunder a little bit. She said this the other day when we were talking about this, but like we are participating in Advent, whether we realize it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and I definitely did not realize it. I knew it was a word. I knew it was excitement about, you know, Christ's birth. Um, but this year, I actually don't remember why I felt so drawn to do like a very intentional Advent season. I can't remember why, but it just like popped up and I was like, I need to do that. So maybe it was the Lord pressing Mm -hmm. that in my heart Mm -hmm. um, that I needed to spend this time with him. Um, So yeah, I got the She Reads Truth Advent study, Mm -hmm. which is talking about the everlasting light. And it's been really good because it started on Sunday. Today is Wednesday when we're recording this. Um, You will get this on Thursday. Um, So yeah, that's kind of what I'm moving towards um, this Mm -hmm. season. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. This um, this Advent season has started out a little a little crazy for me personally, and mm-hmm. I'm like, but it wouldn't be the Christmas season <laughs> if everything wasn't crazy, right? True. Um, and so I have. Um, I also got the She Reads Truth mm-hmm. Advent study, so I'm a couple days. I'm getting into it. Um, today actually I spent some time diving into the first couple days of it and so I have done Advent studies in the past Mm -hmm. but they've been um, there's a few different apps kind of like She Reads Truth stuff or um, there's an app called First Five I've done you Mm -hmm. know a digital Mm -hmm. digital Advent before and so but I think what I was thinking about in terms of this season because what I've loved is us having this conversation it has challenged my heart to not treat Advent like a copy-paste yeah. year to year. Like something as obviously what it is that we're anticipating and we're celebrating and we're pressing into is the same story. Um, but I believe that God has something, he's holds something else in store for us each year. Mm-hmm. Um, as for like, okay, what is it that we need in this season? Like right now, like yeah. if you were drawn mm-hmm. to this study, you know, yeah. where you were like, I yeah. need that. Whereas yeah. in the past, maybe you haven't mm-hmm. felt that pressing need. And so um, I have felt even, obviously I'm excited to continue to dive into the Advent study, but just leaning into his presence mm-hmm. has felt so heavy on my heart mm. um the last few days especially in the chaos and um I've even had like my husband mm. Cody has done an incredible job of helping like remind me of that and bring mm. me back in in some moments where I was like I'm overwhelmed you know mm-hmm. <laughs> um and that reminder that um all of these things like a life is about all of these things coexisting mm-hmm. about there is going to be times of craziness and stress and busyness and things that are ha- have to get done i use air quotes there mm-hmm. um 
And a lot of those things, though, we're doing, it can be stressful, but it's like, no, but we're doing these things out of showing love for the people around us, getting gifts for people, Mm -hmm. celebrating them, traveling, so that way we can see family Mm -hmm. and all of those things that are important. And so Mm -hmm. um, having music on, just being aware of his presence, there's a a silly thing, but I'm going to try to have the, there's like a YouTube fireplace channel. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Yes. Like it will set the vibe we're in the middle of remodeling and moving right now so it's a little I'm a little bummed because normally I would have already decorated by now Mm -hmm. but that's gonna happen soon because I'm like I need my Christmas tree now (laughs) yeah Um, (laughs) like I need that my heart needs that but I was even challenged the other day because it was like okay your Christmas tree isn't up but you don't need that Mm -hmm. to um, press into the the feelings Mm -hmm. and the um just the heart of worship because I feel Mm -hmm. like December is usually always just a time of where I'm constantly just like oh god you're so good like this um and so it's been a good reminder for myself Uh, this advent has looked very different than normally it's pretty Mm -hmm. um always looks the same everything's decorated by this time and all Mm -hmm. of that and so I've had to just kind of like surrender control and some of that realizing Mm -hmm. that it's okay it's not about my house being decorated (laughs) or whatever um but just trying to be more aware of his presence and the whole reason why he came, Emmanuel, God with us. Mm-hmm. And so the, honestly, that's just what I've been trying to lean into and um, sit, rest in this Advent season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Beautiful. What about you, yeah. Michaela? Um, what was the question? Just what, how are we engaging? Yeah, kind of like how are we engaging in Advent this year? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, or if you have any stories of past Advents, because uh-huh, I know uh-huh, that you've, uh-huh. you, this is a pretty regular practice for you. Yeah, I would say for at least a handful of years now, mm-hmm. I've, I actually have an old She Reads Truth um, Advent study that I just keep repeating year after year. <laughs> and um, I actually have a new one this year, but I find myself being like, I'm also going to read today's reading and <laughs> the last uh-huh. one because it just... It starts to get that, like, mm. you know, familiar, like, I'm just connected <laughs> with mm-hmm. that one. Um, I also uh, like to read a book every Christmas. Uh, and so I usually will go between one of two books and I just reread them every Christmas. Mm. So it's either The Hiding Place by okay. Corey Ten Boone or um, Daring to Hope by Katie Davis Majors. Mm-hmm. Um and they're not like explicitly Christmas books that there are Christmas scenes in them. And the reason why I think my heart just gravitates towards those books is that it just really is a helpful reminder to me of the like Emmanuel, God with us, mm-hmm. God with us in the like, in the hardest things, in the loneliest days, mm-hmm. in the, in the mess of life, like mm-hmm. God is with us. And that's kind of the essence of both of those books. Um, so that, that tradition has kind of just helped me. I'll just like read a chapter in the morning or before bed, Mm -hmm. um, and just feel like I'm engaging in, in a story where it's like, yeah, God is good no matter what is going on. Um, and Kimberly, you'd ask of like, uh, past Christmases. Mm -hmm. And, um, so as an example of just how good God is (laughs) and, uh, just, that he is with us no matter what we're going through. Um, I've, I've shared a little bit of my story on, on past podcast episodes. Um, but there I was 
a few years back, like four years ago now, um, it was July. I was, or June, six months out from uh, mm-hmm. like the biggest tragedy of my life. And I was mm-hmm. still deeply in grieving mode. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and God was just so, so near and so present through all of that, like just as scripture promises that he is near to the brokenhearted. Mm-hmm. Um, but this day I was having like a particularly hard time. <clears throat> and uh, I, I was at my, my mom's house and went to uh, just pull a mug out of the cupboard mm-hmm. uh, to get a cup of coffee. And uh, nobody else was in the house at the time. And it's June. So normally we put our Christmas mugs away. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was this mug um, it was, she's currently holding. Yeah, I'm currently <laughs> holding it. It belonged to a set that my sister owned. Um, and it each had like, there's four cups and there's like different, uh, Christmas carols written on each one. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the title, like away in a manger or whatever. But this mm-hmm. particular one said joy to the world. And I was just like, what in the world is that doing there? <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like, it was just like the presence of God rushed in and I don't even know how to adequately adequately put this into, into words, but it was like right there in the middle of June, in the middle of me having a hard day, God was like the the truth of that statement about that Christmas, Christ coming to be mm. Emmanuel, God with us, is joy to the world. Mm. Um, it just it just hit me. Um, and I just like I held the cup and I was like sitting on the floor <laughs> weeping, just going like That's the so cool. the reason why we have hope of heaven is because Jesus came. Mm-hmm. The reason why I have the Holy Spirit to walk through the good days and the bad days with me is because Jesus came. Like mm-hmm. the reason why I can commune with God at all is because I'm covered by the blood of Christ. Mm-hmm. Because and I was just like, oh my gosh, like <laughs> I have every reason to be joyful. Mm-hmm. Um and that really shaped my you know, like holidays can, can be hard, like after the loss of somebody you love and, uh, and that, that first Christmas, you know, six months out from that moment that happened in the middle of summer that mm-hmm. year, mm-hmm. like it was with me the whole time through that first Christmas. Mm-hmm. And it was just mm-hmm. like, I don't have to, um, you know, like be jolly and silly, but I, <laughs> but there's like a deep and abiding joy and yeah. because God is here with me in the middle of the heartbreak, in the middle of the mess, mm-hmm. like there's so much hope, mm. um, walking through the darkness cause he's the light in the darkness. Yes. Um, but mm-hmm. then, so back to that day in, in June when I <laughs> am having this like totally random moment with God <laughs> on the floor of the kitchen, holding a coffee mug. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I told my mom about that later that day and I was just like, just, just like telling her the gospel as if she didn't know it, but I was just so excited about like, God is so good. Uh And she was just like, that's so funny because I saw that mug there earlier that day and I was just like, what is that doing there? And I went to put it away and she was like, the Holy Spirit was so distinctly like, leave it there. Michaela needs to see this today. And I was just like, not odd. He did not. But it was just like, wow, God, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that made me tear up a little bit. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. And like, God just is, he's so involved in the details. Mm-hmm. He sees us, he cares about yeah. our hearts and, and like the big story of, of the gospel that's, you know, happening throughout time and eternity is not like something far and removed from us. It yeah. has very real implications for you mm-hmm. today, no matter where you're at. So, yeah. Whoa. That'll yeah. preach. <laughs> well, what I love about that story is that you have like almost 
the the vastness of Christmas, right? Like this mm-hmm. this big thing that we celebrate about God with us coming mm-hmm. to us. Um and so it's about him. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. But in that moment, like God then was also gifting you one, I think just giving you a sweet gift mm-hmm. for your heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Going into six months before you even got to like a mm-hmm. hard, you know, yeah. what was gonna what still was a hard season, uh-huh. but like you said, you had mm-hmm. that deep rooted yeah. just joy and yeah. hope and peace. Yeah. Um that doesn't mean you weren't still grieving. Mm-hmm. Um but in that moment he's like yes like here's this thing that's about me but it's also about you mm-hmm. like in that intimacy and in that um personal like but i came for you yeah like which is you know then why we respond the way that we respond in celebration mm-hmm. and anticipation and all of those things but just what a cool reflection of just as we are celebrating his coming for us he's also yeah. ministering to our hearts saying like yeah that, that's why i came like mm-hmm. is that that reminder of um for us specifically where we're at and he knows exactly where our hearts are at and physically where mm-hmm. we're at you yeah. being at your mom's with I the know. Kid, get, mm-hmm. yeah. cup in the <laughs> yeah. cabinet like and you've probably cool. seen that mug a billion times i did but yeah. in that moment like <laughs> it's just yeah. so cool that's yeah. just such a cool thing. And so, mm-hmm. like I said, it, it was part of my sister's set. So last Christmas, she wrapped it up and gave it to me <gasps> no. as a Christmas gift. And I <laughs> cried on Christmas. That's again. so sweet. Yeah. What a thoughtful gift. I yeah, love that. It really was. But this is all about this This whole podcast even mm-hmm. is yeah. just, and Michaela even already said this about lining out what Advent is. It's mm-hmm. just about the rhythm of remembrance. Mm-hmm. And we're, I, what I love is we forget often and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Like we have a God that understands. Um, I, 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 it reminds me of a story somewhat, I think I read it. I can't remember if I read it in a book. I'm pretty sure I read it in a book. So I'm quoting some author here, just don't know which one. So this, <laughs> these are not my own words. Um, yeah. <laughs> but this author was talking about, how um, God's love for his children and was talking about, okay, when a child crawls up into their father's lap mm-hmm. and say the child is like, oh, the sky, a plane, a bird, a tree, <laughs> like super distracted. The father's trying to talk to the child and the child's kind of responding and talking, yeah. but it's also like all over the place. Mm-hmm. And at one point, even while the father's having a conversation with the child, the child gets sleepy and falls asleep, you know, like, mm-hmm. and this author was talking about in that moment, do you think the father is angry that his child fell to, fell asleep? Like, mm-hmm. no. The, the father is delighted because the child chose to crawl up in his lap and in his arms. And and he was talking about prayer. Mm-hmm. Is what he was talking about, like, just how we can guilt ourselves. We're like, oh, I even, like, I fell asleep when I pray and I'm talking to him and I get distracted. And he was kind of using it as this analogy of, like, you're still choosing yeah. to um, sit in your father's lap. Mm-hmm. And I kind of still see that analogy even with remembrance because it can mm-hmm. be easy to like guilt trip ourselves and have like shame. Like the devil can sneak in shame of like, I can't believe I get so wrapped up in all of this that I forget. Mm-hmm. And obviously our hearts, like we want to work towards constantly remembering, mm-hmm. but there's so much grace even in that element. And so just one get creative with okay how can i really 
remember this mm-hmm. season. One, knowing that you're covered in grace and knowing that your father is just so um, overjoyed at the fact that you are even choosing to pursue remembrance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, right? Like he is just so excited that you are pressing into um, this celebration and anticipation mm-hmm. and all of these things. Yeah. But one, like we said, Advent is different in every season. So yeah. it may be something small. Maybe you want to do a study. Maybe you want to, um, you know, whatever. Maybe you're like, I just need to get my digital Bible app and like listen to the Christmas story the Christmas story mm-hmm. on like the audio, like it'll speak mm-hmm. it to you. Or sit in mm-hmm. front of my tree and just talk to God. Yes. Like, you know, like mm-hmm. it can be simple as that. Totally. Yeah. And like, what are the little things that you can do in the days leading up to it to just pause mm-hmm. in the midst of the chaos and remember, mm-hmm. you know, like that's what this is all about. And if anything, like that's what we hope that, you know, at the end of this episode, whenever yeah. you turn it off and you're thinking for a little bit, like mm-hmm. we hope that it just sparks just, yeah, just ideas for how can I be creative about remembering, um, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. and engaging, like, something, using your hands to do something while Mm -hmm. you're praying or, like, meditating on scripture, like, Mm -hmm. Kimberly said she's going to do a cross-stitch this (laughs) Christmas, and so Mm -hmm. that, you know, it, yeah, yeah, it doesn't have to be, like, you know, anything wild and crazy, but just that, you know, quiet moments Mm. between you and the Lord and Mm -hmm. you can be wood burning or, Mm -hmm. you know, doing. Didn't you say you're going to be learning a song on ukulele? Yeah. Tell us about that. What's the? I'm going to choose the the most simplified version possible because I'm not proficient. Um, But yeah, I want to learn Okamikomi Manuel. There you go. On the ukulele. You can do it. (laughs) Thank you for the encouragement. (laughs) I'm coming to you with five questions. Do it. Yeah. All questions. Mm -hmm. But what was um, what spurred on that the desire? Yeah. To learn that. Um, I think something about stretching outside my comfort zone, Mm. um, and the fact that waiting on the Lord is kind of what Advent is about. And scripture has a lot to say about waiting on God. Mm. Um, and it's not an idle kind of waiting. It's not sitting and twiddling your thumbs. It's you're actively like cultivating something. Um, in fact, the, the Hebrew word for wait in scripture is, I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's like Q-A-V-A-H. So like quava or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but, but it's this idea of like Mm. pulling together, um, different strands and tightening a cord as, Mm. is like the, the Hebrew like imagery for waiting. And so it's this like, so for me learning to play music, um, was this, okay, let me, take this time to every time I sit down to do this it'll be like engaging in worship but in a like let me get outside my comfort zone and over time with that patience like Mm. build something yeah um so it's just like a little practice for my heart to like that's awesome you know there's there's big ways in life Mm. that I am waiting on the Lord and waiting for for him to provide or answer prayers or you know just give me the next step in something um but I just needed like a tangible Mm. way to like remind myself of what that process looks like so cool yeah I love that Uh the physical and the spiritual guys they constantly overlap yeah it's it's incredible for sure so love that well friends we hope you have Merry Christmas (laughs) Happy holidays. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
we're gonna end with the Avalon song. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we already previously debuted that one. Merry Christmas, friends. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas.